Parental discretion advised. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Geo's Passion, where some of the names have been changed to protect the innocent and not so innocent. Enjoy the ride. What's up? What's up? Geo's Passion Posse, GPP in the place to be. I'm bringing you this podcast from our GPP studios in Tampa, Florida. Baby, I'm back. I'm back in Tampa, Florida. Welcome to Geo's Passion. My name is Jack and I am your host. Uh, I know we had a sponsor in the beginning of the episode, but I just also want to let you know that this podcast episode is being sponsored by Geo's Passion and the geospassion.com website. G-I-O-S-P-A-S-S-I-O-N dot com. Geo's Passion will give you updated and archived episodes of the Geo's Passion podcast and let you join and subscribe to the GPP, Geo's Passion Posse. Woo, let's go. So you don't miss an episode or update of Geo's Passion. Now, I want you to bookmark it in your uh, iPad, iMac, um, Windows operating system. Bookmark it, G-I-O-S-P-A-S-S-I-O-M. Geospassion.com and join the movement. And now back to the episode. <laughs> so everybody, um, I hope everybody's doing well. Back in Tampa, been hustling, doing my thing. And I uh, wanted to bring you this uh, GPP um, episode based on a lot of things that are going on. So I'm going to give a disclaimer. I usually don't give disclaimers, but Sometimes people get offended by my uh, material. So I'm going to say disclaimer, this episode will cover adult topics and language that might offend some people. Listener discretion is strongly advised. But if you're not easily offended, welcome to the episode. (laughs) So again, like I said, I've been out, been doing my thing. Um, But even before I went to my trip to Dallas, I, uh, I, I was doing some research based on a definition a definition of something that I didn't even realize existed, but it did exist. So the act itself existed, but what didn't exist that I didn't know was the definition. So let's do this. Sexy situation ships. Pero papi. Pero mami, eso es tuyo. <laughs> Woo! Let's go! Situationships. They are defined as less than a relationship, but more than a casual encounter or booty call. <laughs> a situationship refers to a romantic relationship that is and remains undefined. A situationship is that space between a committed relationship and something that is more than a friendship. All right, so everybody's like, hmm, interesting. Sounds familiar, but it doesn't sound familiar. So now, non-committal relationships are so common. It seems like a new urban dictionary term for casual something or others is coined every single day. Um, first, there was the booty call. Next, friends with benefits, and now situationship. So that's a, uh, a little snippet from an article that uh, I'm going to talk about later on from Women's Health Magazine. Women's Health Magazine. Jack, Geo's passion. What the heck? Women's Health Magazine? Are you reading Women's Health? No, but I do my research. <laughs> so I read that definition and thought, wow. So that means you are a friend with benefits, okay, who are down to f- but won't allow each other to fall in love with one another. You go into bars, you grab drinks, you go to movies, you go to dinners. Each one pays their own way, or maybe you treat each other at separate times. Damn, what the f***? To me, that should be called heaven. Yes, I agree. It should be called heaven, okay? So I asked the GPP if they've been in a situationship, or if they've been down to fuck. Oops, did I say that? Down to or friends with benefits and the results are very interesting and shows how open gpp is and why you should be part of the geo's passion posse yes now the funny thing is how do you know you're in a situation ship hmm can you tell me can anybody tell me excuse me miss 
How do you know you're in a situationship? <laughs> well, that didn't help me. <laughs> well, let me start with the facts. The facts is that I didn't even know the term situationship existed, okay? I always thought it was an unwritten rule between a guy and a gal who wanted to enjoy each other's company. You know, kiss. You cuddle, you hug. Oh, they're friends or acquaintances. Yet, you still have space with each other and you're not too clingy and you're not too creepy. But one day, I was hanging out with a group that I usually hang out with, and um, I was at the crate in Wesley Chapel at an event and started to speak to one of the group members, and she entitled, uh, she titled my explanation of a great scenario where she would not be hurt again as a recent divorcee. I pretty much told her this way she can handle her business and not have to worry about something or someone who has to spend a dedicated amount of time with. And uh, I pretty much told him, hey, you know what? This is like those women, those quote unquote, you know, um, high value people. And she's like, oh, okay, I, I, I'm starting to see what you're talking about. So I was like, you know, like a, a business professional or a medical professional. They call them C-suites sometimes, you know, those CEOs and stuff like that. Or, you know, medical professionals, nurses, doctors who, um, you know, who work crazy hours, who, who are not... Uh, available all the time and stuff like that who don't have a, a, a steady life steady dating or things like that um you know and they don't go out dating so much and they don't waste the time on dating apps and you know these high value individuals um you know are assertive they're powerful they're free individuals you know what i'm saying uh, they face challenges but they know what they want and they're good at presenting themselves which which is the thing but instead people in situationships they're not mostly high-value individuals. Uh, they, they have limited time due to kids, due to work, and other, you know, life issues. Everybody has life issues, so. Um, but they still want to feel sexually satisfied, okay? Um, they want to feel accompanied without going into the full relationship or booty call route. So they want to they get some ass, all right? They want to have sex and stuff like that, but they don't want a routine of just booty call. You know, they want a little more, spend time out and stuff like that. Um, you know, it, it's what I would call a respectful and less invasive way to satisfy, satisfy everyone's needs. <laughs> you satisfy everyone's needs, okay? Um, both physical and emotional. And you won't get hurt because you know what you're getting yourself into. And there's no real romantic feelings involved. But then again, here we go. Leave it to Woman's Health magazine, okay? And this article that I read. It says in the Woman Health article titled 11 Signs You're in a Situationship. I'm like, here we go. Here we go. So, Los Angeles based Saba Lori defined it as, quote, a situationship is a romantic arrangement that exists before without a DTR. Here we go. You're a DTF or DTR. So DTR is totally different than DTF. We know that DTF stands for down to. But defining the relationship is what DTR means. So she's saying that a situationship is a romantic arrangement that exists before without defining a relationship conversation. All right, so that's like a long way of saying nothing. <laughs> so again, I don't agree with that. I believe the fact that you're in a situationship defines the relationship as such. It is self-explanatory. Look, we're not in a deep relationship. We meet up every once in a while. We go out. We have a good time. Um, you know, we have uh, intimate encounters, you know, sex, cuddle, kiss, whatever. Um, you go to your place. You go to my place. We go hang out, whatever. It happens you know, but uh, when the time comes, you know, you got to leave, I got to leave and I got to handle my business, you know, my kids, uh, my job and whatever. And, um, you know, you're not clinging on me and knocking on my door. So that's the situation ship, you know, so situation ships kind of define themselves. But she said that such a dynamic can be temporary. Like if you've gone on a few dates with someone, but it's still too early to discuss the relationship status, which that one I kind of I kind of agree. So if you're dating with somebody or dating somebody and you don't want to be in a relationship with them, but you like hanging out with them and, you know, and it, it's it's like a friends with benefit. But it's more than that because you spend enough time with them, you know, to, to know some more intimates about them, maybe their family and stuff like that. 
All right. So that, that can be a, um, a relationship. I mean, a situationship. And just like I said, like if you're in the city, she said this, like if you're in the city on a short term assignment and start seeing someone casualty, to me, that's not a situationship. All right. That's just uh, friends with benefits who is down to, you know, to f- because at the end of the day, if you're in the city for a long, uh, short term assignment, all right, and you start seeing someone casualty, casually, that's just dating. That has nothing to do with situationship because at the end of the day, you know, they're leaving. All right. You've discussed this already. Hey, look, you know what? I'm in town. I'm in Miami or I'm in New York for, you know, six months on a uh, on a work assignment Um, or because of what happened, you know, in 2020. I'm down here working remotely. But now, you know, like I told you in the previous episode, uh, Goldman Sachs, JP Morgan, Citibank, they're calling me back to work in New York. So, you know, when that time comes, I've got to go because that's my job. All right. So you're casually dating that person. It's not a situationship. You understand? Because you know they're leaving. In a situationship, I feel it's more like, um, yeah, you're spending time together, you, you're going out, you're doing things, and, and you're being intimate. Um, or, and sometimes, you know, sometimes intimacy is not even there. So, but, um, you know, there, there's some, some type of, of, of romance. Um, and, you know, and it's something that there's no expectations. In, in a situation, in a short-term um, commitment, like, like this lady said, you know that there are expectations, and the expectations are that after a certain period of time, you're leaving. You understand? So you, after that time comes, if you're not gone, then, mm, okay, now we got to talk about something different. So um, expanding on that in the article, uh, Jess Carbino, a PhD, and listen to this. This is what got me. Former sociologist for Tinder, you know, the app Tinder, and Bumble, you know, the app Bumble, Stresses that labels can help create meaning and define expectations around relationships. Quote, unquote, situationships can be defined as a romantic relationship that lacks commitment and the associated norms and expectations, she says. (sighs) Again, to me, what this says is that there should be no expectations in a situationship. If you're in a situationship, there should be no expectations uh, because both parties should be aware of the casualness of it all. You understand the casualness of it all. All right. That's the really uh, that's the situationship. But to, to, to break this down, it's even crazier because the fact that timber timber timber. That's some relationships. That's what you do. Situationship instead. To me, the fact that Tinder and Bumble have sociologists is scary in itself. Okay. Um, sometimes having undefined relationships is totally cool to me. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I mean, you know, it can be fun, sexually satisfying, and even liberating. Plus, a situationship gives you time to know somebody without feeling pressure to make that decision. You know, so you get to meet um sally and um you know and rita and tina um and they get to meet frank tom and jose um and you know it's 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 not a oh you know um i gotta be on my best behavior because i love you or i'm gonna date you or i want you it's like hey well you know this and this and that oh yeah we're cool man okay everything's good hey listen you know we've been friends for a while or you know hey you know we've dated for a while Look, I'm not I'm not really into this because I don't I don't have time because of kids, you know, the ex-husband or the ex-boyfriend or uh, the ex-wife or, you know, or the gumada or something like that. And you tell them, look, you know, I, I like spending time with you. I like hanging out with you. I like going to the mall. Um, but, you know, I, I can't really get into a relationship with you. Um, I don't need your money. I don't want you to buy me anything. I just want your companionship. Let's go hang out. Um, you know, let's be besties. Um, and then if the time arises where, you know, the besties become, you know, a little romantically charged, Hey, you know, I'm open to that. I'm game to that. So it, it, it's, it's totally different than, than some of the other relationship status that, that, that are out there. Um, but you know, it, it, it's crazy. So now women's health conducted a poll. Okay. And we know Geo's passion conducted a poll on social media, but their poll results were a bit weird to me. And I'll tell you why. Remember, this is women's health. And most of the people, uh, most of the poll respondents were probably women because, you know, women's health, women, you know, most of them read uh, women's health. There's a small portion of men that might we read women's health to get to know women better and, you know, and the skewed uh, view of women's health. But that's neither here nor there. 
But the responses were way different than the polls I did with GPP and Geo's Passion Posse. And I'll re- I will reveal that uh, you know later on in the episode. The social media poll we did, it was totally different. But um, women's health questions was simple. Um, and there were only two choices to vote on. The question they asked is, are you a fan of situationships? Uh, the answers were, number one, heck no. Does anyone take dating serious anymore? And then the other one, uh, the other answer was, yeah, I like to have time to get to know someone before taking myself off the market. So now, again, these questions kind of, or the second answer kind of harkens it to saying, yeah, you know, I'm in a situation with a person, but, you know, I'm dating around with a whole bunch of other people. I, I don't agree with, with, yeah, I like to have time to get to know someone before taking myself off the market. Um, because in a situationship, technically, you're kind of off the market. You might have one or two, three people in your, um, in your roster. But you, you're off the market in a way because you don't have time to be out there in the market. So that answer alone, eh, yeah, I'm not feeling it. But the results were, um, are you a fan of situationship? Heck no. Does anyone take time uh, dating serious anymore? Well, actually, was 61%. 61% of the respondents to that poll um, said that, heck no, does anyone take dating serious anymore? And that's interesting. And I'll tell you why in a minute. Now to the question of, yeah, I like to have time to get to know someone before talking, to, uh, taking myself off the market, 39%, you know? So again, you got the skew of the women voting in this poll. It shows a close vote, um, nearly just over 60% majority, um, that wants to take dating more seriously. Now, as a guy, I would have expected a higher vote closer to about 80%. So in the part where it says, heck no, does anyone take dating serious anymore? I expected a number around 60%. I mean, sorry, 80%. And it was 61%. Just over a, a majority, but uh, not as close as the super majority that, that I would have expected from women. So that, that kind of speaks of what's going on in the dating world today. So now with that, um, the article, they describe their point of view on how to tell if you're in a situationship. And after every bullet point that they give, I, I have a reply. Because I, I don't think that they're defining situationship in the right way. So, let's go. Women's health. 11 ways to tell if you're in a relation, uh, situationship. Number one, there's no natural evolution or growth. If you're feeling stuck... And that you're, you are hitting milestones in your relationship, you're in a situationship, okay? Again, to me, this is something that should have been discussed a while ago. When you get into a situationship, or if you're feeling like you're in a situationship, discuss this long time in the beginning of the situationship so that you don't go months, years thinking that you're in a full-fledged relationship where one party thinks you're in a relationship and you think you're in a situationship, you know? That's called lack of communication, um, you know, and, and if you believe that you're in a, in a situationship after being there for a while and you really wanted a relationship, then that's on you for not communicating that with your partner. All right. So number two, there's someone else or multiple others involved. If you discover that your significant other is romantically or sexually involved with one or more other people, you may be in a situationship. And I discussed this earlier. I told you, I said, look. In a situationship, you might have, you know, one to three people, and I would say three is a max. You might have one to three people in your roster, and when I mean in your roster, I mean that, you know, you telephone, you call up, hey, you know, you doing anything tonight? You are? You busy? Okay, no problem. You call the next one, hey, you busy tonight? You do something? No, you busy? Okay. Then you call the third person, hey, you busy? No, you're not? All right, hey, can we go to movies? Can we watch... um uh, woman King or King Woman or whatever the heck the new movies are out, um, you know, and um, and Smile and and whatever other movies are coming out, you know, can you you, you want to go hang out and then we'll grab some drinks after that and just chill? Yeah, okay, no, that's fine. Okay, so you're gonna have some people in your roster, and and if you want to consider it the woman's health version, it says other people um, involved or multiple others. You you're in a situationship, you're not gonna have multiple others. All right, because situationships are very concentrated. They're they're focused on a small number, 
that will help them uh, emotionally, uh, physically, you know, and 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 they don't they're they're not dating around because, again, when you're in this uh, situation, you, you really don't have time. You really don't have time to 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 hit the dating scene, you know, because to you, your time is precious. And for you to hit the dating scene and go through the whole crap of dealing to get to know one, some blah, 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 it's a waste of time and you don't have time. Your time is precious. So um, if again, if you believe yourself to be in a monogamous relationship, again, you didn't define the situation You believe you're in a monogamous, monogamous relationship, then the other party is just cheating and it's not a situation you understand? You're not in a situation They're just cheating. Okay. So if you're in a monogamous relationship and you, you see your partners hanging out with other people, um, you know, maybe multiple people, you know, and you find out they're kissing other people, having sex with other people, it's not a situation They're just cheating. And you're in a toxic relationship. Don't blame situationships for this. Again, communication. That's your fault that you didn't define the relationship or the situationship in the beginning. All right. If your partner thinks he's in a situationship or she thinks she's in a situationship, if they have other people on their roster, it doesn't matter what they do. But if you're in a monogamous relationship, all right, and you find out the other person's been, you know, out there frolicking, then all of a sudden, hey, you're not, you know, in a monogamous relationship anymore. You're in a toxic relationship where your other partner's cheating. So don't blame situationships on that. Situationships, you define it. You have to define it so that the other party knows what's going on. And a lot of times the other party will tell you, hey, I don't want a relationship. I just want to spend time with somebody who can fill the void of of me being lonely whenever I need you, all right? Or whenever you need me, we have that understanding amongst us. So... Number three, <laughs> deep, Ooh, deep. Um, here we go. You only make short term or last minute plans. People in situationships may operate on a more hourly and daily timeline. Again, I told you this. That's the definition of a situationship. You spend time with someone to fill in the voids of their time. Okay. Fill the voids of their time um, so that they can be satisfied both physically and emotionally. All right. Whether it's to go out for drinks or just chill at their house for a couple of hours for the companionship to drink wine together and watch Netflix. And there's going to be a rip on Netflix further down on the, um, on the 11 ways to know if you're a situation ship and, and you'll hear what women's health said and, and my reply. So, um, but remember, this is a consensual understanding of both parties as to the status they're in. Communication. Communication. It's a consensual understanding. Hey, I consent to be in this situation with you, and you consent to be in the situation with me. We have no um no commitment per se to each other. You know, we're available when we're available, and if it fits each other, all right, we'll go out, we'll go hang out, we'll do whatever, whatever. Number four, <laughs> there's no consistency. Number four, there's no consistency. One major appeal of a legit relationship is that you can count on seeing and talking to your person regularly. Situationships like that. So now if you want to sit back and get deep, you know, again, I asked, uh, the question was asked and I answered it. And it can be likened to friends with benefits or down to, you know, but with more commitment and time spent with each other. But not going overboard or being too clingy, you understand? So, and, and, and it could be like, you know, uh, a person that you know for a while, and um, and I won't even call it a rebound. A uh, person you know for a while, they're going out with somebody for a long period of time. They break up with that person. They're not ready to get into a commitment with somebody new. Um, you know, you've known them for a while, your friends. Um, and, you know, hey, I just broke up with my boyfriend. I just broke up with my girlfriend. Um, what are you doing tomorrow? Yeah, let's hang out. Okay. But you're both comfortable enough to hang out with each other and, you know, and be close. So that's, that's, you know, and and it allows them to process and to relax and, you know, they're not going to fall in love with you right away because you're, you know, you're the rebound because you're not a rebound. Uh, if you want to call it a placeholder, you might be a placeholder, but again, that's it. That's a conversation that you and the other person have. It's something that you understand. Hey, 
I'm not this this uh, this person's you know next boyfriend or next girlfriend. I'm not their you know their number one lover. They're not gonna marry me and stuff like that. I'm just hanging out with them. We're having a good time, and you know, and and, and when the end comes, as you'll see later on in, in the uh, in, in my responses, the end comes. The end comes. It happens again. Communication is key. Communication is key. Now, number five, they always have the same vague excuse. Oh man, work is really busy. Oh, I need to hit the gym. Oh my God, I'm traveling. Sounds familiar? Yeah, I travel a lot. <laughs> no, but but in all reality, remember, you're not in an actual relationship. And this should give you pause and realize, yeah, you're in a situationship. All right? So if you're friends with someone um, or, or you're romantically interested in someone and you know they're constantly working they're constantly hitting the gym they're constantly traveling you know and they're not there for you 100% yeah you're in a situationship okay if if you allow yourself to be in that situationship because if you like the person and they're constantly gone they're traveling working going to the gym and you're not a priority to them and you're not the focus of their life um you know or not even so much the focus of their life you're just like in the back burner somewhere like where you know where they don't even think about you uh, until you text them then what ends up happening is it's not a relationship it's not even a situationship it's a you need to move on and go find somebody else because you're just not understanding the 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 status that you hold for this person you understand so if they're always oh work is really busy i can't go out this week i might be able to go out in a couple of weeks um, or I need to hit the gym, you know, after work or I'm off today, but I got to wash my car. Um, or yeah, I'm traveling again. I'm, I'm in Dallas or, you know, I'm in, uh, in Tennessee or I'm in Puerto Rico. Or I'm in New York, you know, Oh, okay. I'll see you when you come back. I don't know. I don't know if you see me when I come back. Then all of a sudden, you know, you're like, Oh, wait a minute. You know, you should think and say, yeah, you're not in a relationship, you're not in a situationship, you're not dating, you're not on that person's radar, all right? That person has you in the back burner. So at that point, you need to start thinking for yourself and go, you know what? I think I need to um, either go elsewhere, um, find somebody who will uh, consider me, um, you know, a priority, or, you know, I'll just be on that person's roster so that when they need me, you know, to hang out with them, then I'm available, you know? And, and at that point, it won't be. It wouldn't even be a situationship. I think it would be, you know, a, uh, a friends with benefit um, or a booty call or something like that because they're not even giving you the time of day. You understand? So when they're not giving you the time of day, mm, it, it, it's crazy. So um, yeah, again, I don't agree with uh, you know the next one, and I'll tell you why. Number six, you're mostly small and dirty talk. <laughs> uh, you're more comfortable talking dirty than talking about your fears insecurities or lessons from the past the reason i don't agree with this one i actually think that those who are in a relationship in the beginning phase would talk dirty and not deal with deeper things because they don't want to scare off the other person you understand so like uh you're 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 just starting in a relationship and you're like hey baby let me tell you what happened <laughs> yeah you like that and and let me tell you what else i'm gonna do to you no <laughs> stop okay so you know something like that it, it, it's totally different you know when you're first starting in a relationship you might play around those games and stuff like that but in a situationship it's totally different um you should get all that out of the way all right let other people know what you're looking for and your limits and how far you're looking to take the situation ship Okay, and see what would be the outcome if other situations arise. And, and I'll talk more about that uh, shortly, because at the end of the day, you already know in a situationship, you're not going to be their long term partner. You're not in an LTR long term relationship. Okay, that's not you. In a situationship, that's not you. So, yeah. So in the beginning of it, you'll talk about, yeah, I got this going on and going. And actually, Many times you go into a situationship because the other party tells you, look, this is what's going on with my life and blah, 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 blah. And this is what I'm looking for. And then the next person goes, hey, you know what? I'm sorry you're going through this or I understand you're going through this, the hustle, the work, the kids, the whatever. You know what? Hey, why don't we do this? Why don't we go hang out? Why don't we go grab drinks when you're available? 
Okay, no strings attached. Or, you know, if it grows to uh, uh, intimacy with strings attached and stuff like that, it happens. You understand? But that's something that you discuss in the beginning. So that's why when they said you mostly small and dirty talk, you know, you're comfortably talking dirty um, in the beginning instead of talking about your fears, insecurities and lessons from the past. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Sorry, I don't agree with that. But we are up to number seven out of 11. 7 You don't talk about the future. If you haven't had a discussion about the future and what you're looking for, that could be a sign you're in a situationship. Okay. You can actually talk about the future if you're in a situationship. All right. Uh, Like I said, (laughs) minutes, seconds ago, you can discuss what happens if you fall in love with each other, how that changes the relationship, situationship, and also discuss how to handle if one of the party becomes romantically involved with someone else is monogamous and has to cut ties or end the situationship. Openness and communication is key in situationships. Again, that's why I don't agree with what they said. You don't talk about the future. You have to talk about the future. You know, eventually in a situationship, you have to say, hey, um, what happens if we fall in love? You know, it, it goes from a situationship to a relationship. Okay. Or what happens if you fall in love with, you know, with somebody else? If, if Bobby comes along, you know, the new guy at work and all of a sudden, you know, he, you fall in love with him and now you're monogamous with Bobby and you're in a relationship, you know, how does that transition take place from us in a situationship? So that, that's, that's big. That's big. You know what I'm saying? So that's a communication thing again. And that's something that I believe you have to talk about. Um, number eight, they tell you they don't want to get serious. The easy way to know you're in a uh, situationship, the person tells you you're in one. This is the most common thing I've been saying the whole episode so far. I'm glad they finally agreed with me. <laughs> I'm so glad they finally agreed with me. Um, yeah, because it's true. You know, you sit back and you go, um, I want a, a situationship or, you know, that that's what's up. Let's let's go. This is what we really want. And if you really want a situationship, tell me you want a situationship. You understand? So number nine, they show you they don't want to get serious. If they're not calling, they're just not that into you. I don't agree with this one. This isn't a good example of situationship. Um, that would just be called casual dating. If they don't call you and, and they don't show any interest of you, that's a typical casual dating and ghosting. And in a situationship, you're not ghosting anyone. Um, you know, you, you have the expectation, you have no expectations, first of all, but if there was any expectation, it would be the expectations that you're available when they're available and, you know, they'll reach out to you when they have the time, you know, no, no deep expectations. You know, the other stuff is, is ghosting. All right. That's casual dating and ghosting. So yeah, situationship is totally different. And I don't agree with what they said here. So, uh, number 10, you're frequently anxious. <laughs> Just because situationships are expectation-free doesn't mean they're stress-free. Okay, let me tell you something. If you are anxious, then in your heart, your feelings have grown to more than a situationship. And that's a very, very important discussion to have to make sure both parties are on the same page. Yep, that's what I'm telling you. That means that one of the party members are falling in love. And if they're falling in love, that's a bigger conversation that you have to have. Because if you're anxious about the other person or the other person is anxious about you, okay, while you're in this situationship, that means that somebody's falling in love. Somebody has taken the status of the situationship and elevated it to a point where they have deep feelings for you and they want to maybe eventually even have a relationship with you. So that changes the status of the situationship. So that's a communication thing. 
That's a communication thing. So if you're getting anxious or the, the other person tells you, you know what, I've been getting anxious about you lately, you know that the status has changed and it's no longer a situationship. Somebody's falling in love. Somebody's catching feelings. And catching feelings is what I do for you. Just kidding. Anyway, uh, <laughs> number 11 and the final one. You're getting bored. Any relationship expert, and this is Women's Health Magazine again, any relationship expert will tell you that keeping a relationship alive means continually having novel experiences with your partner. But in a situationship, and, and I spoke about this earlier, you probably do the same thing over and over, Netflix and chill, and yes, even that gets old. So I don't think that women's health is up, you know, to what what the GPP says. I think women's health is a little conservative or maybe small-minded when it comes to this, all right? Again, I disagree with number 11. And, and let me read it to you again. Number 11, you're getting bored. Any relationship expert will tell you that keeping a relationship alive means continually having novel experiences with your partner, okay? But in a situationship, you probably do the same thing over and over, Netflix and chill, and yes, even that can get old. Again, earlier in the episode, I told you, what you can do in the situationship. So the fact that women's health is closing this into just Netflix and chill, all they're saying is that you just want to smash and then you want to go over Netflix, chill, drink some wine and just start your, 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 your friend. All right. Friends with benefits, you know, you're down to. So, I mean, come on. So that's no longer a situationship. That's a totally different, different title. Um, and, and here we go. Situationships can be, as I stated earlier, any activity that gets the other person out of the rut or loneliness, including going to the bar, um, catching a movie, going to dinner, farmer's market, weekend trips, day trips, going to the beach. It doesn't necessarily always mean Netflix and chill. So that's why I disagree with that one. Because again, like I said, your, your DTF and your FWB, because it's limited scope of activities. All right. Situationship is more broad compared to just being down to or friends with benefits because of its limited scope of activities. Okay. So now remember a situationship is more of those two, more than those two because you're getting out more together. Uh, you're fulfilling that time that each individual has available for comfort and companionship. They might have four hours in a day on a Wednesday. And if you're available on that Wednesday for four hours, guess what? You can go hang out with them. All right. If you go to the movies, you catch some drinks or if you even if you go to their house and you Netflix and chill. But there are so many other options. So that's why I did not agree with what they said. So now, not wanting to do things alone and having enough of a connection that if a time comes where they're in a romantic setting, while you're in a situationship, they won't feel awkward about kissing, hugging, cuddling, or holding hands with that individual in a public setting. Because in the situationship, you're more intimate because you know the other person. All right. So if you're in a public setting, you won't mind, you know, if, if the, the opportunity came, um, you know, say you're at a bar, you're drinking or you're having dinner um, and, and you or you're sitting down in a lounge and you're having a good time and you look at each other and, and you just start hugging and kissing them. And as long as it's wanted, of course, you know, between both parties, um, you know, because of the fact that that you have that. That, that situationship, that intimacy, no strings attached, everything's defined, um, there won't be any issues. Or if you're walking through a mall and you're holding each other's hands, you know, and, you know, it won't be uncomfortable because you both have that closeness to each other, right? Because they might not have a lot of time, but the time they want, they want to spend it with someone, whether it be just as as as, as friendly, outgoing, and stuff like that, you know, for certain periods of time or, you know, or more uh, intimate, more romantic. Um, and, and they want to have that option to do the romantic or the non-romantic, you know, in public or private. So that's the biggest thing about a situationship. So based on this list and my comments, do you agree with what women's health says or am I more on point? 
when it comes to the reality of situationships in today's world? Do you think the questions or not the questions, but the definition of the 11 quote unquote um, defining how you know you're in a situationship is more like today's uh, issues or am I more of the, um, you know, the, 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 uh, not just me, but, you know, those are my opinions after they, they gave their, their opinion. But do you think that, that my opinions were more in, in line with what modern day is? Um, again, I'll post a poll at the bottom of the podcast description for you to vote on and a question to answer. You know, um, I, I'll tell you what GPP said because GPP totally had a, a different, um, thinking of, of what a situationship is. They, they told me, um, you know, who's been down, uh, with who's been, uh, down to, uh, down to fuck, <laughs> who's been friends with benefits and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, it, it's a deeper, deeper stuff from GPP because these are like legit normal human beings, you know, everyday people, guys and gals who are out there who say, Hey, this is what's up. All right. So I'll tell you what the GPP said. And remember, it's guys and gals who are part of GPP. So I believe our poll results are more true and current to everyday life. And guess what? It's time for poll results. Woo! Let's go. So poll results from Geo's Passion, Instagram, Facebook and Snapchat. Again, I tell you, if you didn't know, we have social media. Geo's Passion has the geospassion.com website. We have Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, um, Twitter. We have a YouTube channel. And then we have this podcast. So, hey, you know, join GPP and the Geo's Passion Posse. So that leads to the social media question that were voted on by Geo's Passion Posse on social media. Answers came from the GPP followers on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, and Twitter. And the first question was, are you in or have you been in a situationship? And the choices were yes, no. Let me look up the Urban Dictionary definition, you know, because some people never heard of situationship. Like I said, until I was told what a situationship was or that it had a definition, I didn't know that. So the choices of are you in or have you been in a situationship? All right. The results are yes, 56%. So 56% of GPP is in or has been in a situationship. 22% said no, they have not been in a situationship um, or are not currently in a situationship. And 22% said, let me look up the definition. <laughs> That's what I had to do too. I had to look it up. So the next question on social media was, ever been friends with benefits or down to with a friend? Hmm. Now that one was a good one. Uh, the choices were yes, I've been friends with benefits. No, I have not been friends with benefits. Yes, I've been down to F a friend. No, I have never been down to F a friend. So <laughs> I would say, Geo's Passion Posse, you do not surprise me at all. Okay? Not at all. Because what happened? 57% of Geo's Passion Posse said, I've, yes, I've been friends with benefits. I've been FWB. So this is more, um, what do you call this thing? More real. This poll is more real than what a uh, woman's health has. Okay. So this is great. This is great. Now, oh, sorry. Now, 14% said, no, I have not been friends with benefits. Um, and then the, the other group, um, said, yes, I've been down to a friend. Okay. I've been down to friend was 14%. And then the other one, the last one was no, I have never been down to a friend. So you got, yes, I've been friends with benefits 50, 57%. No, I have not been friends with benefits 14%. Yes. I've been down to a friend 14%. And no, I have never been down to a friend 15%. So that's what's up. All right. So I, 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 I'm telling you, Geo's Passion Posse, I love you. <laughs> Woo, let's go. That's what I'm talking about. Now, now, the final poll question was, are you orbiting a love interest? And uh, I talked about orbiting in the last episode. If you didn't get a chance to, uh, to listen to it, listen to it. It's my Dallas uh, episode where I do talk about orbiting. And um, Lily, she knows who she is. Uh, she brought that question up. 
uh, you know, about orbiting. And again, I had to look up what orbiting was because I had no idea what orbiting was. But uh, in some substance, orbiting is also known as social media stalking. So again, on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, I asked, are you orbiting a love interest? Also known as social media stalking. And the choices were yes, no. Um, or my love interest isn't on social media or no, but I know someone who is orbiting me. And again, the results were yes, yes. 54% of you said you are orbiting a love interest, AKA social media stalking. So I see that. I see you. (laughs) Mm hmm. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Uh, 20, 29% said, no, I am not orbiting a love interest or stalking them on social media. Now, this is a funny one. 0% of GPP said, my love interest isn't on social media. So that means that all of Geo's Passion Posse's uh, love interest whether they're currently with a relationship or or other things are on social media. So I thought that was pretty, 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 pretty telling. Um, you know, because it's guys and the girls, they got to watch their partners on social media. But like, what do you do? Who's that? What? Wait, oh, mm-hmm. Unless you're in a situation, of course. <laughs> and then the last one was no, but I know someone who's orbiting me, 14%. So 14% of you said, nah, I'm not uh, orbiting or um, social media stalking a love interest, but I know somebody who's orbiting me. I know somebody who, who watches my post, who watches my stories. They don't like or comment, but one thing about social media is um, in some of the apps, you can see who has looked at your um, uh, your posts, your stories, uh, and things like that. You know, other times they'll like it. You know, like I said in the last episode, they'll like your social media posts. Um, you know, they'll look at you. They'll, you know, I think uh, what is it? Snapchat, and Instagram. They tells you, hey, so and so looked at your video, looked at your um, at your um, your post and stuff like that. Um, yeah, these people don't want to talk to you. You know, but you, they they they're uh, stalking you and they. They're orbiting you. So that's, I thought, I thought that was very, very interesting. So, um, again, again, I would like to thank the Geo's Passion Posse and GPP because all of you guys and gals are rock stars. <laughs> now, I'm going to be putting out a, uh, another poll on social media soon. Um, please vote on that one and uh, pass it on to your friends and your social media so they can vote too. All right. And have them join Geospassion Posse, geospassion.com. Um, you know, remember to subscribe. Let's continue to grow the Geospassion Posse. Now, on to sports. Whew. Man, that was deep. <laughs> Situation shifts took a lot out of me. My New York Mets, they are still currently in first place. But by Uno, again, one game over the Atlanta Braves. With a record of 91 and 55. 91 law, uh, wins and 55 losses. There are 15 games left, and there will be three games against the Braves from September 30th to October 1st. Again, nail biting month, and many of the games being played against divisional rivals to end the season will be a battle. The hometown Tampa Bay Rays are in third place by six and a half games behind the New York Yankees. And the New York Yankees record is 87 wins and 57 losses. Um, and the Yankees are ahead of the Blue Jays and Tampa Rays. Tampa Bay Rays are right behind the Blue Jays. Um, but the Rays have taken advantage, as I told you uh, recently, of the Yankees slide, which brought the Rays into playoff contention. And right now the Rays record is 81 wins and 64 losses. Which is, uh, I tell you, don't sleep on the Rays. Don't sleep on the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, you know, I, their stadium is far. I go to a game every once in a while now. But they, uh, <laughs> and, and you know, they, they don't put a lot of money into that team. But man, they sneak up on you and it's over. Now the sad day. The Dallas Cowboys lost their home season opener. And uh, it was 19 to 3. They lost to the Bucks, And they lost more than just that. The uh, Bucks' Shaq Barrett injured Dak Prescott's throwing hand while Dak was throwing a pass in the fourth quarter. Game's almost over. And Shaq Barrett had to hurt us. Hurt us bad. 
Um, but there might be better news than expected. Um, Jerry Jones said Dak Prescott will not be going on the injured reserve, a move that would prevent Dak from playing in the next four games. So there, there's, there's a little thing there that's going on because uh, he had his operation. It said a projected return from his thumb injury was originally thought to be six to eight weeks. But after the operation, they think it could be closer to four weeks. So that's, that's great. Uh, fingers crossed. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> so we'll see Cooper Rush again. Um, and I will say I do have faith in Cooper Rush, uh, especially after watching him last season. I, I, I thought in some of those games he looked better than Dak Prescott. And if you're a Cowboys fan, come at me, yo. All right. But you know it's true. When Dak was hurt last year, Cooper Rush, once he got comfortable, he was killing it. So um, I think if the Cowboys go out and work for him, they'll win. And not just by close games. He can pass and he can run and make things happen. Uh, he's also six foot three to Dak's six foot two, which can give him a slight advantage to seeing down the field. Now, the Cowboys' next game is against the Cincinnati Bengals, who also lost to the Steelers. So both teams have a 0-1 and one record. So it should be an interesting game. And we'll show a lot as the Cowboys fans, um, you know, they're hurting from last week. But all I say is I cross my arms and yell, We them boys! We're going to overcome this. We've done it in the past. Um, we have done it in the past. And, you know, we can do it again. The uh, Florida State Seminoles. Now with a little bit of college football in there. The uh, Florida State Seminoles have a record of 3-0, and especially with that crazy kick ending against the, uh, the, LSU, um, the LSU game uh, they, you know, when they, where they missed a kick. Uh, LSU missed that kick. Um, it was crazy. It was really, really crazy. So, you know, uh, FSU was looking like 3-0. Uh, and and uh, 13th place Miami Hurricanes. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're hurting a little bit. They got those two wins, but I'm, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> still, still, still the you, the you. So sports is just heating up and that's how I like it. Okay. Because we got to get my mind off of the financial market. <laughs> sports will give me that, uh, way off thought so I don't have to think about uh, Bitcoin and stuff like that but like I always do I say according to AAA the price of fuel in Tampa is currently an average of $3.38 and it's around $8 woo no that's in Venezuela something like that it's currently $3.85 in the Bronx New York it's finally in the $3 and change range in the Bronx and the rest of the city crude 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 oil is down to $85.40 a barrel and I hope that keeps going down not only to help with gas prices but winter is coming and many Americans still use heating oil for the winter so you know how I do and did some research the US Energy Information Administration at www.eia.gov reported that in the winter of 2020 and 2021 about 5.3 million households in the United States used heating oil, also known as distillate, distillate fuel, uh, fuel oil. Um, they said that the 5.3 million use that as their main heating fuel. And that, about 82% of those households were up in the Northeast. So imagine that. In 2020, residential consumers in the Northeast used about 2.6 billion gallons of heating oil, equaling about 85% of the total U.S. residential heating oil sales. So about 82% of the Northeast used up 85% of the heating oil. That's crazy. That's that's a huge number. Um, and U.S. residential heating oil sales top five states they were number one to number five new york massachusetts pennsylvania connecticut and finally maine so as fall and winter approach i'm sure many people are hoping for an easy winter so that they won't have to spend an exorbitant amount of money to heat their homes so i hope things stay you know climate change <laughs> but we know that the climate change yeah it might be happening but in the winter time climate change doesn't believe in itself and winter hits hard in those northeastern states so 
Now, the price of Bitcoin is currently around $19,737. Ethereum is currently uh, $1,401. And there was a merge with Ethereum. And um, you would think that with the merge, there would be a spike in Ethereum. But unfortunately, due to the overall economy, there's been no increase in price. Um, you know, it, the economy and we thought that uh, crypto was going to be a hedge for inflation. Nope. Nope. It just turned out to be just like everything else. Solana is $32.58. Cardano is $0.46. Cents, and Matic is $0.80. Cents. The price of Tesla is $303.90. And Twitter is $41.46. Now, CNBC reported Elon Musk accuses Twitter of fraud. Boom, 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 boom. And says he has the full right to end the deal. In a court filing, Musk said the influential social media platform covered up security flaws, adopting allegations by a Twitter whistleblower who testified before Senate on Tuesday. So this whistleblower said that uh, Twitter's uh, security stuff sucks. But now Starbucks is at ninety one fifty, and finally JP Morgan is $117.45. Now um, I will tell you, full disclosure, I sold my Tesla, Starbucks, and JP Morgan last week because I knew the CPI uh, was going to come out horrible and inflation was going to come out horrible. Um, not as bad as, you know, as June, July, but it's still high enough, higher than they expected it. So I knew the market was going to crash a bit. So I picked up Apple and currently Apple is 151.30 and Amazon is 124.36. They were great deals. And, you know, when the CPI report came in, man, <laughs> the market just went boom. Um, and they were expecting 8.1% or lower. It came in at 8.3%. So finally, huh, gold. Gold is $1,675.22 para el tigre de Tampa, Eduardo, which is down again from my last episode by over $30. So everything's seen red, you know, like uh, back in the day, Warren. And I saw red when I looked into the door. Yeah, look that up on Spotify. <laughs> now, I will say, don't forget to sign up with my Robinhood link in the description to start your account. We both get a stock and it helps start that growth. It's a good time um, because, like I said, things are all in the red. But remember, 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 my legal warning and notice, I am not a financial advisor, okay? I am not a financial advisor. Only spend the money you feel comfortable to lose, and my comments on crypto is for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> yeah, it's for entertainment purposes only. But there's an opportunity to make a little uh, couple of dollars there. So, now... Last but not least, the housing market. As you all know, I'm a realtor and a real estate investor, and the housing market is not looking too muy bueno. The AP Associated Press reported that the average long-term U.S. mortgage rates climbed to 6.2% this week for the first time since the housing crash of 2008. And this threatened to sideline even more home buyers from a rapidly cooling housing market. The mortgage buyer Freddie Mac reported Thursday that 30-year rates rose to 6.02% from 5.89% last week. The long-term average rate has more than doubled, doubled, thank you, Brandon, since a year ago and is the highest it's been since November 2008, okay? So the rate is as the highest it's been since 2008, and we all know what happened in 2008. 2008, the financial crisis hit the United States and actually the world. Um, you know what I'm saying? And it caused the, the housing market collapse and it triggered the Great Recession. And remember a year ago, a year ago, the rates stood at 2.86%. So rising interest rates in part are the result of the Federal Reserve's aggressive push to tamp down the inflation. Um, and that's caused the cooling in the housing market that's been hot for years. And actually, I, I will tell you that um, when 2020 happened, I thought that the housing market was going to crash. Um, I, I was like, all right, well, you know, I might have to get a job because you know, I'm not going to be selling real estate. And if, uh, you know, if these moratoriums hit and my, my, uh, my tenants don't pay their rent, then I'm, I'm screwed. But no, it, it was hot because people left those you know, high pandemic states and came down to more freer states like Florida. And, you know, 
I think March, they shut stuff down. By May, we were open up again, limited. And then little by little, they started opening up even more. And, you know, so people were buying homes down here. And people buying homes in open states like Texas. So, you know, I, I, I thought it was going to be, uh, you know, I thought the housing market was going to die. Um, you know, I thought it was going to be like 2008. But no, it was crazy, 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 crazy. And for that reason, it's been hot. You understand? So many potential home buyers are getting pushed out of the market, though. Uh, as the rates keep on going up, they've added $100 to monthly mortgage payments. And again, the, the, the rates are going up. In some places, the prices, though they kind of flatline, they're still high. And, you know, sales of existing homes in the U.S., they've fallen. They've fallen for six straight months. Okay? And this is according to the National Association of Realtors. So what I'm saying is that the sales have fallen. People have taken their house off the market because they're not going to see those big returns. Um, and a lot of people, you know, and I've said this in previous episodes, a lot of people don't have a house to go to while they're having a new one built. So I luckily had an investment property where when I sold my house at the height of the market, I had a, an investment property to move into while I had my new house built. And then I sold that once I moved into the new house. So it, it was like a perfect storm there. But, um, you know, some people, they're not going to sell their house because then they got to either rent and spend the money there. Um, and the rent sometimes is higher for something less than you're currently living in. Um, you know, so, so say you got a 3,000 square foot house and your, your mortgage is $1,800 a month. Now you're going to pay for a two bedroom, two bath house. You're paying $2,000, $2,500 a month. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. So for that reason, a lot of people pull their, their homes off the market. And, um, you know, and then uh, because the mortgage rates rising, you see a lot of first time home buyers or, or buyers, period, say, you know what? I think I'm going to wait and, and they'll wait. You know, they, they're not in a rush because in the long run, it's going to be less expensive for them than to, uh, you know, to 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 get a six point oh two percent mortgage. Um, and with the six point oh two percent mortgage, you know, and more inventory out there, the prices were still high. And what we're going to start seeing is, and I told you this before, is because the prices are high, taxes are going to go up. And some people who are on fixed incomes who are paying $1,500 a month, and now they're paying $1,800 a month, now they're going to have trouble paying, all right, for that extra $300. So depending on their, their age, their capacity, and stuff like that, they might get a part-time job. And then again, that's where, you know, further down, I'll show you. Um, applications for jobless aid fell again last week and remain at the lowest level since May. Despite the Fed's move to tame inflation, which tends to cool the job market as well. Again, to me, this is all trickery. Okay. Like I said, that person can't afford their mortgage, so they're going to have to go get a job, a part-time job. They could be retired, and now they got to get a part-time job. So whatever's happening is not happening correctly either. The people have stopped applying for unemployment due to the end of their term limit for to receive unemployment, and they decided, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to look for a job. Or, um, you know, though they're tight, they still have enough pandemic money to hold them over through the holidays. And then maybe they'll apply for a job after the holidays because some people don't want to work through the holidays. They want to spend time with their family and their friends and stuff like that. And then when January comes and it's an, it's an, you know, a new year, then they're like, okay, you know, there's nothing big happening for the next couple of months. Let me, let me go get a job. Um, so, you know, you might have that retiree who has to go get a second job. Again, I say we are in a recession. You know, some people say no. I, I watch CNBC. A lot of them say yes. You know, the government says no, but hey, whatever. Um, this is the third month of decreasing economy. The third month of the decreasing economy. So we are in a recession and the job market verbiage is fake. It's fake. It's fake. It's fake. As a matter of fact, it's fake as f Okay. It's bullshit. So I, I don't care, you know, what the government is saying because they're full of sh. So. But um, remember, more people are taking multiple jobs. And I've told you that before, and I'll tell you again. More people are taking multiple jobs because they can't afford the things that they have. You understand? Where the gas was lower, the mortgages were lower, and now remember the heating oil. We're talking about that, especially in the Northeast. So that, that's, that's another thing you got to look at. So it, it's, it, they, they're playing games with the numbers. Thanks again to the National Association of Realtors and the Associated Press for this in-depth information. I get the email every week from them, and it's, it's, 
it's eye-opening because this is stuff that the normal media won't tell you. CNN's not going to tell you this. Um, Fox is not going to tell you this. You know, the business channels will tell you this. Um, you'll see it on YouTube. You know, the YouTube um, uh, content creators who deal with housing and who deal with stuff like that, they'll tell you about this. But the normal everyday government, I don't know, everything's fine. Everything's fine with the, with the world. So, you know, they, they're full of crap. But what are you going to do? That's how it is. So, again, the website is geospassion.com. It's been getting many views, uh, picked up new subscribers. Thanks for joining GPP, the Geos Passion Posse. Uh, don't forget to rate with five stars if you're on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, um, Spotify, Anchor FM. Hook me up, leave a rating, uh, leave a uh, review um, to my pa- uh, Apple Podcast Posse. I see you out there. I see it's gone up. Um, let's hook a brother up. You know, give me some five-star rating if you like it. If you don't like it, give a lower rating, but just rate it. Rate it for me. Uh, let's build Geo's Passion and the Geo's Passion Posse to where we rule the airwaves. Because we can do it. Damn it. We can do it, motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, I want everybody to enjoy the ride. All right? Don't forget, if you have a good story and would like to be interviewed for the podcast, please reach out to me and we'll collaborate together. Um, I'm always working on things. Sometimes things come through fr- to, to through fruition. Sometimes things don't. So, um, you know, I'm always working on things. And, and one thing I have noticed post pandemic is that some people are really shaky, uh, not shady, but shaky. It's like, they don't want to, you know, they'll tell you this and this and that. And they'll be like, Oh yeah, yeah. I'll be on your podcast. And they'll be like, Oh, maybe I don't want to be on the podcast, but that's okay. Um, you know, you can always orbit me. Um, because Geo's Passion, <laughs> Geo's Passion, the Geo's Passion Posse is on social media. Don't forget Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We have a YouTube channel. We have this podcast. We have Snapchat. I'm working on getting 2,000 subscribers and followers. I am so close. I'm up to 656. So again, let's build Geo's Passion and the Geo's Passion Posse to where we can rule the airwaves and make it happen. Peace. Well, everybody, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode of Geo's Passion and the Geo's Passion Posse. Shout out to you guys and gals. Uh, don't forget to follow, subscribe to the podcast, no matter what listening platform you're on. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and many more. Don't forget to follow Geo's Passion on the social media scene with Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and my YouTube videos. I'm working on getting 2,000 subscribers and followers. I am almost there so hook a brother up all right let's build geo's passion and the geo's passion posse together i thank you all and remember like i always say some names have been changed to protect the innocent and not so innocent enjoy the ride (laughs) i'm jack i'm your host and i'm out peace Woo! let's go